0: Welcome to the Sailor Noob podcast, where a super fan and a noob talk about the original Sailor Moon episode by episode. I'm your host, Mikan Hanna, joined by my co-host.
1: I'm the noob. I'm <laughs> Caliban.
0: And we are a couple of magical people ready to moon prism power make up this episode.
1: Well, we're not going to. Yeah, we're going to make it up, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, Sailor Noob is a part of the Just Enough Trope Network. So I thought... Uh, to begin our very very first episode of uh, Sailor Noob, we could talk a little bit about our background and our experience with Sailor Moon, and uh, what we are doing on this uh, for this podcast.
1: What are we doing? On
0: this podcast? <laughs> We're figuring it out as we go. Um, I'm just a noob. <laughs> well, I guess I'll start. Um, I'm pretty sure what at first caught my attention with Sailor Moon was actually the art. Uh, I'm not 100% sure if it was the manga or the anime that I saw first, the art of, but I actually was really taken with it and I saw a t-shirt, I believe it was at a thrift store called Ragstock, and I loved it so much that without seeing the, the anime, sight unseen, or reading the manga, I bought the shirt.
1: So, the, oh, this is like a totally yeah. sartorial introduction. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Um, So... I had a lot of friends that were like talking about it and I was like, Ooh, I want to learn more. How do I get my hands on this? You know? And uh, I had a friend, we'll just call her my anime guru. Uh, She was like, Oh, well I can hook you up. She had taped episodes of it uh, off of her TV. And so I got to see Sailor Moon for the very first time. And I was instantly hooked. Um, You know, there's just something about it that it's, it's you know surprisingly funny. I think um,
1: and it was on TV. Where It was on TV? Um,
0: it was it was on US TV, but it was like not really, and it was not at great times. So okay. I'm not exactly sure how she. I used to it.
1: watch Robotech, sure, and it must have been on at some reasonable time to get me hooked in the first place. Yeah, but then once I wanted to see it, and this is just I mean, if anybody's familiar with. Robotech, maybe this is another show. Uh, It was mostly just like the first part of it, like the stuff, the Macross stuff. Sure. But it was on at like 6.30 a.m. Yeah. So it was like I would roll out of bed, you know, and get ready for school and then catch it. And I remember watching it in my parents' bedroom. And here's why. Because they had a small TV, like a 13-inch in their bedroom, and it sat next to the window. And the window could look out onto the road uh, where I would catch the bus. (laughs) And so you'd think, right. okay, great. If you see the bus. No, no. If I see the bus, it's already too late because the oh, bus yeah, goes right. up this, at the, the stop for the bus is at the top of the hill. So sure. I would look out the window just to make sure that I wasn't screwed. And if I saw the bus, <laughs> I was screwed. And so whatever right. Rick Hunter was up to, usually I'd have to drop out, you know, a couple minutes early in order to get out in front of that bus and run up that hill.
0: Sure. Yeah. So I, I found it in my notes. Um, so it was on US TV at like really bad time slots. Like I, it originally aired at like 9 a.m. and 2 p.m., which like is prime time for kids to be in school. So they're not going to be watching it. And it had
1: to be like on a like a UHF, if anybody knows what that is, but like syndicated.
0: Yeah, I'm actually it didn't list Um, the article I, I was looking at didn't list where it was airing. It wouldn't have been originally. on a major
1: network. Yeah. No, I mean. High on the dial.
0: Right. Much later, it would air on uh, Cartoon Network and yeah, Toonami, but that was a couple years later. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, my my guru just kind of like hooked me up with anime. And also through Sailor Moon, I kind of saw like different elements of Japanese culture. And that Ooh. really got me interested in, in learning more about Japanese culture and their language, you know, food you name it. And I was super fortunate that... Talking
1: cats. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I would have loved to have met a talking cat. That would have been awesome. Um, but I, I was really fortunate in that my my high school had a sister school in Japan. And uh, so I was able to participate in that program. We hosted um, exchange students. And then I, me and my sister actually went over there in high school. So that was a really, really cool experience. So I... Honestly, I can say that this show has changed my life huh. in in a lot of different ways. Uh, and I owe my love to Japan and Japanese culture to Sailor Moon.
1: And Fox Kids. <laughs> or wherever it was on. Right, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I did buy some of the Deke VHS tapes as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And... It was kind of interesting. I was reading, and this makes more sense to me. Like Deke, like took out some of the episodes <laughs> yeah. when they were take. You know, so yeah. the second episode of uh, the series, which we watched and we'll talk about next time, I actually had never seen before. Interesting, because they made well, the third episode. I would the second say save episode. it. Yeah, save yeah.
1: that for the second episode for sure. I have absolutely no experience. With Sailor Moon at all, fitting for a show called Sailor Noob. Yes, I I don't know anything about it. I know it's a girl's show, which well, maybe we'll challenge yeah. that as we go forward. I'm familiar with the idea of a, a henshin show, uh, which means trans- transforming or transformation. I think in Japanese. Okay, sure. You know, so Common Rider and Super Sentai leading to like Power Rangers, oh, know, yeah. where the character is a. Uh, teenager usually like a high school student and then yells out something and turns into after a you know 90 second long sequence that we use every time to save on animation uh then becomes the hero and then runs off and does something but i just never had any i was beyond i was at a point when i became aware of it i was at a point beyond the point where i would have been interested in something that was ostensibly marketed to girls you know, yeah. um, when I was younger, I was what's going on with Strawberry Shortcake? This seems pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of different aspects to this. You got a Blueberry Girl, and you got right. the, the Purple Pie Man from Porcupine Peak, and uh, but no, by the time uh, you know, the early '90s came around, not not interested in that. Um, also, not this is like you know, like I said, Robotech before, which would have been even earlier. Um, I got really into uh, Dragon Ball. Sure, yeah, uh, in the mid '90s. Um, before the Toonami era, just because I had a friend, uh, my anime guru, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, who is was a comic book uh, artist and was going to school on the East Coast and running into a lot of like, not only like, well, nerdy people, but actually like Asian people coming from sure. uh, Japan and such to also study things and having uh, friends and family members there getting sent VHS tapes. Uh And then going to – kids today have no idea. They got their tunamis They got their On Demands or whatever. But uh, going to cons and going to like the tables just stacked with VHS tapes, Uh um, Shaolin soccer, you know, bootlegs, dubs of all this stuff. And you'd go and just try to get um, just – basically taped off a tv lots of glico yeah. commercials uh-huh uh, and bandai this and yeah and just you know, pachinko that uh-huh uh, oftentimes i think that normally you would if you're trying to be professional you would try to eliminate those commercials but they become kind of part of the experience of yeah. watching the uh, foreign tv yeah so yeah just seeing you know years and years and seasons and seasons of dragon ball and thinking um well, Sailor Moon. It's not for me.
0: Well, I, I get it. Uh, I never really got into Dragon Ball myself, right? But
1: so. see, this is maybe this is the show is uh, <laughs> a meeting of the uh, various minds, sexes, and characters. But yes. as I became older, realizing, wait a minute, like that's the it's the exact same thing. It uh, really is uh, in a lot of ways. It's an epic story featuring characters who are growing. They're fighting villains every week. Uh, you know, slightly different structure, but. It's basically why I agreed to do this.
0: <laughs> Fair. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, today's episode, we are talking about episode number one. The title in Japanese is Nakimushi Usagi no Kare Naru Henshin. In Japanese, the, the I mean the English translation of that is Crybaby Usagi Beautiful Transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the English title, this is probably off the original Deke um, dub, is "A Moonstar is Born." Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, they they already are What's making changes. What's that little changes. girl thinking?
1: You know the little girl who says "Dick."
0: I I know. <laughs> I know.
1: Let's get. Uh, they couldn't get Don LaFontaine to say "Dick," but instead, <laughs> it's a little girl that says "Deek." Dick. Yeah, I know. Deek. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Th- Immediately, I was struck in the opening that um, we're we're missing a couple sailors here. I was promised sailors.
0: Oh yeah, well I know this
1: episode is called uh, Usagi, uh, the main character, right? But yeah, uh, where are the other sailors?
0: Well, um, well,
1: you don't have to give it all away. I, I won't give it away, episode,
0: but I don't know. Um, basically, we will be discovering them as the season goes on. Okay. So uh, without spoiling it that's more or less what it is can you
1: with your knowledge of japan such as it is explain why the song is why the theme song sounds the way it does you know <laughs> what i mean
0: why like, there's some random words in english
1: no it has a, a sort of minor key italian song is what i wrote down you know okay it's got like a sort of syncopation to it it's not, it's very european sounding is that does that connect to the sort of romantic sort of setting uh, or, or tone of the series. You know... Because you get that later on whenever um, Tuxedo Mask shows up. Oh, yeah. It has oh, this yeah. sort of like... Or even <laughs> when uh, when it just, like, Smug Guy shows up, it's like a sort of tango-esque kind of feel to the music.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm right. Well, <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it before, but it is... When Tuxedo Mask around is around, it is very Italian-sounding. Yeah. Um, I...
1: That's has got an uppercase.
0: I I mean I think y- maybe you're onto something because it is a, a a by and large it does have a very romantic arc to it as well. Um, and Moonlight. that yes, midnight. midnight. <laughs> right. Yes. Um. I personally love the random English. I think it's pretty great. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh. And then like a lot of the yeah. translation. <laughs> Uh, of the Japanese into English is pretty great. Like, my heart is a kaleidoscope. Uh, My feelings are about to short-circuit. That's a pretty good (laughs) one, too. Right. (laughs) And of course, when they dubbed it, they just wrote a completely new song.
1: Well,
0: of course. and I like that song, too. I mean, it's fun in a different way. It gets you jazzed. It gives you, you,
1: like, beat. We should point out that we are watching the the, uh, the excuse me the subs of this, yes, not the dubs. the, the original subs, dub.
0: Japanese with the subtitles. Yes. Uh, and we are not watching Sailor Moon Crystal. We are watching well, the original. Give it time. You think? Maybe? Well, we'll see. Okay. We
1: have all kinds of letters to get through. <laughs> which I'll I know, right? ask you to explain to me some other time.
0: Okay. I'll try to do my best to uh, answer that. Um, do we want to go like?
1: Well, you know, do um, like an
0: act breakdown or just want uh, to? Do you want to describe the? Episode? I'm the noob. Okay.
1: Um. Yes. Um. Usagi is a 14 year old yes. high school student. She's kind of clumsy. That's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: Usagi means rabbit.
1: And she right. And she which, I mean, her hair is. She's got two sort of pigtails. But, but that's
0: why her hair is like that. Okay. Anyway. At least that was the creators. You know. The idea behind that,
1: but as far as I know, as far as we're starting off here, she is your typical sort of uh, hapless protagonist. Yeah, um, I think that it's got to be like a, and of course we know that it seems like she's a normal person, and then whoa, what's going on? But right. that's every show we're starring a high school <laughs> kid. You know, something shows up, and what's yeah, going on? Pretty and much. as a character, it seems like she's. This is something else I think you get in a lot of Japanese things. Like she's, I wouldn't call her a rebel, but she definitely doesn't fit into. What you think of as the perfect, you know, Japanese oh, student?
0: Yeah, no, she's definitely flawed. You know, ways you're supposed of ways. to
1: be industrious, you're supposed to be on time. Yeah, and she's none of these things. No, and you're supposed to have decorum and self control, and she has none of these things.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and so she and she loves to eat.
1: Too. We're immediately painting, right? We're immediately painting um, that kind of, of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's, you know, wakes up on a normal day. She's late for school. Yeah. On her way to school, she sees a bunch of kids um, messing with a cat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) saying hey cat bark (laughs) wow these assholes
0: yeah
1: and the cat's got some band-aids on its head so she scares these kids off and she takes the band-aids off the cat's head and the cat has a like a moon shape like a crescent moon on its forehead yeah kind of weird but got to keep moving right and so she heads up ends up at school um, gets in trouble uh, has to go to the principal's office which I'm feeling is going to be a running theme throughout the at least this first season Um and from there, uh, she meets up with her friend uh, Naru. Yes, I think is her
0: name. Naru is her name. And
1: yes. another name uh, friend, uh, name of Umino. Ooh. Yes, who is like your stereotypical uh, also hapless boy. Yeah, <laughs> student, except uh, he's s- actually
0: seems... good at school. Well, he's
1: yes, but he's good at school, and he um, <laughs> and he's like I didn't try hard this time. I only got a ninety-five. I know. <laughs> uh, you want to like punch him right away. He's into Usagi. Um, But nothing really comes out of that in this episode. Uh, Naru tells Usagi that her mom's jewelry store is having a sale. Mm -hmm. And so they got to get over there because they love jewelry because they're girls, of course. Right. Which, we can get into this later as the show goes on. But I'm hoping that the show will land on um, it's okay to be a girl and like girly things. Sure. And it doesn't have to define you necessarily. Right. But, man, these these chicks love jewelry. (laughs) So they... um, I mean, like, I guess we are going act by act. Um, long story short, they end up at the jewelry store and everybody's going crazy for the jewelry. Um, but then we find out that something sinister, something sinister is going on. Yes. And the her mom, Naru's mom, is not actually her mom. Yeah. It's a monster yeah. in disguise. Her
0: name is Morga.
1: Called Morga. Yeah. Which is like a Morgan, like a Morgan Le Fay
0: reference. That is a good question. There's a
1: lot. You see this in Dragon Ball too. A lot, like a lot of the naming is significant. Yes. Probably to save time, but also because I think they they like their significance. So right. I don't know what Naru means. That'd be something that to look up. Yeah.
0: But,
1: um, yeah, but Morga, and then we cut to underground or something. We go somewhere else. And we see... Oh,
0: yeah. We don't know where it
1: is. A Yeah. Because we find out that this jewelry is like draining the energy of yes. these people, of uh, mm-hmm. these women in the store. And the energy is being collected by a blonde haired guy in a uniform. His
0: name is Jedite. Jedite. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, which is a gemstone.
0: Yes. Um, all of the main bad guys are named after gemstones, at least in this
1: first season. Which I'm figuring out on my own, but you just told me. <laughs> And he seems to be taking orders from a woman uh, named Beryl who's sitting in on like a throne and she's going like "Mm," with her hand. She's looking (laughs) at like a globe or or something like that. She's checking something out. They're talking about how they need to get this energy um, for somebody. I don't know if it's Beryl or the master or somebody like that.
0: Right, right.
1: So yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, uh, Usagi goes home, um, fights with her brother, Uh, she gets in trouble with her mom because her grades are bad, Uh and she goes, (laughs) she's locked out of her house, which is resolved off camera, she's back inside of her house, she's like, (laughs) it's really bad, I gotta study, but I think a nap is probably uh, what's called for here, she (laughs) takes a nap, and the cat appears in her room, and the cat can talk, the cat introduces itself as Luna, and tells her that she's been chosen for something uh, and of course, Osagi <laughs> wants none of it. And uh, she's like, <gasps> she's like, you're not dreaming. I'm a real talking cat. She's like, no, no, I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. And Luna gives her. She does a flip and creates yes. um, like a piece of jewelry, a like brooch. A, a brooch or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she gives her the brooch, and then tells her that she's, you know, like I said, she's she's chosen for something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is strange. Yeah, but we, I mean, we gotta get this show going.
0: Though. Well, right, like you, you gotta, you gotta fight evil and uh, become uh, Sailor Moon.
1: Yeah, you know? and it's like, it's you know, like we said before, it's like a Henshin thing. Like it's, it's very Japanese, but there's a lot of like American things that do this too, like. Um, like Captain Marvel. Um, oh, sure. Both, you know, Carol Danvers, but also uh, like a male version of Captain Marvel does the sort of switcheroo type thing. Mm-hmm. Or um, the kid with the... Remember the Thing TV show from the 70s? No, I do not. They turned the Thing, uh, the ever-loving blue-eyed Thing, Benjamin Grimm, into a cartoon show, but it had nothing to do with the Fantastic Four. Weird. It was just a kid who said, ring, thing, do your thing or whatever. He had a ring and he turned into a creature like the Thing.
0: Oh, Interesting.
1: Or uh, Captain Marvel, of course, uh, the DC Captain Marvel as Shazam, well. Shazam, yeah. Yeah, well, Shazam now. Yeah. But yeah. Um,
0: so, or like He-Man or Shira, the other examples of that. Right, yeah,
1: yeah. And so, so I, don't, I don't speak Japanese, but I've watched anime for my entire life, so there's certain sort of words and things that you get. And the cat yeah. calls her Senshi several times, which is like warrior, right? Yeah,
0: warrior, soldier, yeah.
1: Hero warrior. Yeah. <laughs>
0: warrior hero.
1: Yeah. So she tells her <laughs> to say moon-powered makeup, makeup.
0: makeup. Makeup. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so she transforms. And then when she transforms. It's cool, but it doesn't mean that like she's now a hero. Like it isn't like a <laughs>
0: a personality uh, change.
1: Like a Cap- Captain Marvel, um, like early Captain Marvel in the 70s when she was create, you know, when she was Captain Marvel, but she was just a uh, newspaper editor and former right. <laughs> Air Force colonel. Uh, immediately she's like, Whoa! What is this? <laughs> what, what am I wearing? What is this now? Yeah, what what's going on? <laughs> um, but she's got. Here's so we talk about the tiara. We'll get there. Yes. We talk about the the other thing. What are the hair things? The hair things are very useful because immediately she can pick up. Yeah, she she. It's like a radio. She can pick up that uh, Naru's in trouble. Yeah. somewhere and she's got to get she, over like, there. She like hears it. Yeah, in her she, she picks it up on her her on hair her, gems. Hair
0: gems. Yeah, I I don't I don't know if that is ever explained actually honestly <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> except it, minions. <laughs>
1: That's hearing that from you. Bad. <laughs> Yeah, so she runs over to the to the store, uh, the jewelry store, and yeah, bad news. Marga's got uh, Naru by the throat. Yeah, and she's like, "No, stop killing me!" Yeah, mom, why? And she's like, "I'm, I'm not, not your mother." mother. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> and she transforms into a horrible monster.
0: Yes, she's terrifying, and her neck's like practically turning around. Yeah, she's
1: can, can turn her head around like an owl. Yeah, which really is really creepy. Which is really strange. And um, Usagi busts in to um, to fight her. Um, and there's, again, I don't know, like, anything in the show going forward, but there seems to be things that she intuitively understands, and then there's things that she needs to be told to do. Right. So she comes in, and they're, like, and I thought this was interesting, like, Morga, whoever these uh, people are that serve the gem people, they don't know who Sailor Moon is. They know This is not some power that they've been fighting or whatever. This is totally new, because she's like... Sailor Moon, who's that? Yes, she's like I'm the warrior of love and justice. What? Well, how does she know how to say any of that?
0: I don't know. I feel like she's just kind of making it up oh, on the fly some or something like that. Okay, great. Um, may- I don't know. Maybe there's a secret.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so. Uh, great entrance, uh, yeah. and then she, Morgan uh, reveals that because she's drained the energy from these women, that she controls them, and so she sicks them on uh, Usagi, and she's Usagi's just helpless. Basically, she yeah. doesn't know what to do at all, and Luna's got to tell her what to do, which is take off your tiara, yeah, and yell, Moon, Moon, do your thing. <laughs> she throws the tiara, yeah, uh, and this this one's easy. I'm taking. I, I, I'm assuming that uh, future. Future uh, monsters won't be so easy to defeat, but uh, this one goes right. down pretty pretty smooth.
0: Yeah, um, and she also does meet Tuxedo Mask, who throws a rose.
1: Oh, right. Yes, <laughs> at the uh, exact right time, yeah. uh, Tuxedo Mask uh, throws a rose and says, and don't cry.
0: Gets everybody's attention. And
1: she keeps crying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Which
1: the- turns out to be the deciding factor here because, again, she's crying and her gems... Somehow amplify her crying. Right,
0: and they're like, oh, stop crying!" Which hey, makes everybody go, nice.
1: please stop crying. Yeah. And knocks everybody out so she can uh, throw the old tiara.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Is there, do you know, and you should tell uh, tell us who created uh, Sailor Moon. We're oh, yeah. About that. But is there a connection to Wonder Woman at all? Because Wonder Woman was known to throw a tiara in the day.
0: Um, That is a really good question. Um, Should we... Uh, Go into a little bit of Sailor Moon backstory before real quick. Sure. Okay. So, uh, known in Japan as Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon, it began on TV Asahi from March seventh, nineteen ninety two to February eighth, nineteen ninety seven. It was produced by Toei Animation. It's based on the manga of the same name. Written and drawn by Naako Takeuchi. Mm. uh, And that was published from 1991 to 1997. So this
1: is a quick turnaround for all this.
0: Yeah. um, She actually produced... Did she do anything before? I don't... That is a really good question. I will have an answer for you on a later show. Okay. (laughs) Um, She um, actually produced some of the manga alongside with the anime because she... Sure.
1: That's a common thing.
0: She... um, had originally helped write um, one season of the anime and it became so popular. They're like, we want to do more of this. Yeah. And she was like, uh, and she wasn't sure what she wanted to do.
1: Now, I don't know why you would know this or if you would know this, but this is like a popular
0: property. It's one of the most popular in in Japan. I
1: know they did Crystal. And I also know that the Japanese are weird because there are some things that they will milk to death. And there are other things that it's like, why didn't they make any more of those? Right. And this feels like, I know 200 episodes is a lot. And yeah. And, you know, <laughs> we're looking down the barrel of 200 episodes. Yeah. So, uh, why why isn't this still a thing today? How come this just didn't keep going? Like, what? Is Toei crazy?
0: Um... I That is a really good question. I mean, I think she got to a point where she was ending the manga and maybe they felt like it was a good enough point to drop off with the anime as well. But, but they also she, made did, a lot of money with merchandising with Oh, show. but
1: Yeah, but you could continue to make merchandising. Like, yeah. does she... Well, how do creators' rights work over there? Like, does she...
0: Um, I don't, I don't honestly know, like, how much of it she gets from the anime. Well, we're
1: learning things that we need to learn.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We're we're learning our
1: unknown unknowns. Yes. But I just, yeah, it's just weird because you'll get something like um, Dragon Ball, um, which is still going. Right. And as far as I know, Akira Toriyama has been a part of every reboot, although I think that the last one or two, I think maybe he was not going to be like writing it and just oh. being producing.
0: Okay, sure. And I
1: don't know if that's just. Well, I mean, it's my thing. So yeah, so I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think there must be. They've got huge corporations like we do that right. own a lot of properties, but right. or like um or like Neon Genesis Evangelion, like they did these new movies and they didn't do them without, um, right? Uh, can't remember his name now. Um, but like he's involved. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know, like, maybe, um, or is it like, I'm totally derailing the show. No, you're fine. Or is it a commitment to the idea of the auteur? Like, sure, we'd love to maybe. make um, get parachute pants, and uh, you saw that video, and uh, chopsticks, yeah. and uh, electric cars, all uh, based on Ava merchandise. Right. But if we don't have um, the guy uh, involved... I can't remember his name. I keep wanting to say Yoko Kano, but Yoko Kano is the uh, composer who did the music for uh, okay. like, kind of, like Bebop. So Okay. So we'll come back next read. time and I'll know the name of <laughs> the guy. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay. Um I'm not exactly sure what it is. I I think the reason they decided to do Crystal is because it they it follows the manga a little bit more closely. Uh so um I think that's why they they did that and I'm sure she was involved with that.
1: How would you describe Just Enough Trope? We are the Just Enough Trope podcast. I'm your host, Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm Mikan Hannah. Oh, no, does this mean they can hear all the things I yell at the TV during Downton Abbey? Why did you do that? How do you plead? Let the game begin. Yeah, check these fresh moves. Oh! Don't shoot man in face.
0: This isn't the Save Gotham fundraiser.
1: It's the Chill Family Reunion.
0: Master Yoda assigned a Padawan to this bold Jedi. I think
1: it's pronounced Padawan. Oh, Padawan, excuse me. Hey, it's getting late. I think Ralph's going to want his motorcycle back. Uh, go
0: drop off the pictures of Dean Grey. I am freaking getting old. <laughs>
1: yeah, I noticed the life clock was blinking in your hand.
0: Get out of here, Wilson. Go fight the Teen Titans or something. I'm
1: unkillable, not unwoundable. You like Sailor Moon, right? Why don't you sail on this t- oh, Wow. Just enough trope. News, reviews, and geek fondue every Monday on the Just Enough Trope podcast network. Loving me never have a say, you so be sorry! What?
0: Let's get to our segments, shall we? Our first segment is Kiro Kiro Miru, which means curiously looking around, a Japanese culture in uh, the, the episode. Um, I looked up jewelry in japan to see if maybe it was popular with high school girls i didn't really get a whole lot back but the the series takes place in tokyo and there is a japanese there is a uh wholesale jewelry um district in tokyo called uh ochimachi oh uh or i'm sorry Ochi. O- okay chimachi
1: okay Chimachi. <laughs>
0: And um, I guess it goes back to the Edo period, and a lot of not as wealthy, lower ranked uh, samurai lived there, and they pa- practiced crafts. And one of the crafts See, the Tokyo Diamond District? Yeah. Huh. It, like one of the crafts they started practicing uh, later, like in like the 1800s, was Jewel jewelry craft. making. Okay. So if you go there today, I guess supposedly there's over 150 jewelry if stores.
1: If I go there today, will I be attacked by a woman with a broken bottle? <laughs> I can't I can't promise that <laughs> it's, it's a, like a sharp piece of jewelry or maybe like a uh, counter display is broken and I've got I'm, I'm wielding a piece of glass right but it's just like out of a out of a bar fight like suddenly I know. Usagi's attacked by a woman with a broken bottle like
0: come on I know it's like where did this come from
1: I'm getting this diamond am not I watching
0: you. the same show and as yeah. far as Japanese
1: culture goes do kids get $300 allowances?
0: No, I don't think so. Because
1: Zoggy's like, "Oh, this this is only what was it? Like 30,000 yen? No, <laughs> yeah, uh, I spent all my allowance. Like, yeah. How much is your allowance?" I
0: know. They do get a lot for like New Year's, but it's not like that much. So <laughs> I guess we don't
1: know when it takes place.
0: <laughs> Fair um all right uh moving on our next segment is
1: <laughs> maybe in the future <laughs> these segments would be segmented along
0: uh, and make, the length of the show oh and make more sense i don't know um itadakimasu with usagi what did usagi eat in this episode unfortunately usagi did not eat anything in this episode not true but she not true not true
1: no she well she begins to she yes. eats her her bento. She
0: begins to eat her bento.
1: the principal's office.
0: Yeah, but she and gets she interrupted. Almost ate
1: broken glass <laughs> from a lady who maybe is okay, headcanon. That was she was not shopping for jewelry. She was just getting blitzed at 3 uh 3 p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon and then walked by a jewelry she shop where like, she oh. saw a brawl going on. She's like, "Let's do this."
0: I'm ready. <laughs> I like it. Um, The next segment is My Heart is a Kaleidoscope. We're talking about the fashion of Sailor Moon. (laughs) Um, So in this episode, after they get out of their their Sailor Fuku, um, Naru is wearing an outfit which I think is a little strange. Maybe it's not that strange, but she's wearing like a long-sleeve yellow shirt and like a turquoise skirt that has like a sash or a bow in the back, right? Uh, and some tights, it and it's a little high waisted too. It's um, not what I would call uh, traditional. That's
1: that's the noise of you, yeah, moving. showing me on a computer, yeah. No, I remember what it looks like, yeah. Is that it? It looked to me like um, stick with me here, okay, but like a character. In a show or a movie. I know she's a character in a show or a movie, but I'm just... <laughs> like, if you put a bow on her head, she's ready to hang out with uh, the L- L- Kiki's Delivery Service or something Oh, like that. Like I see it what you're seemed saying. Like, a, like an outfit, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, she does have a bow on her hair that matches the skirt, yeah. so there you go. Um, uh, do you think it's out there, or do you think it's Oh, tame? I, I mean, I,
1: it's... I like it's cute. Okay. Is I green and orange... I, is that her colors? I, I don't know.
0: Well, I don't know that she really has colors, you okay. know. Um,
1: I, my question was about, uh, Umino. Yeah. So his outfit is the sort of, uh, what is it? Like the narrow jacket type situation. Mm-hmm. Like, is that a typical
0: school, school uniform? uniform for yeah. a boy? I think so. I yeah. I feel like
1: when I watch J dramas, they're all in like short sleeve, you know, Oxfords with like ties and stuff.
0: Well, I think.
1: So like a winter. Outfit. Yeah.
0: I, it, well, I was going to just say, I think it changes by the season. Uh, so yeah, it would be like a winter fall outfit.
1: Um, What's up with his eyes? Is this just an abstraction like he's that's saying he's got really thick glasses?
0: I'm not 100% sure. Or is he, I've just seen, a, he is a goofball. Yo, yeah, I know, right? But it's just like It's like this is a goofball. Um I've seen at least one other character in a Sailor Moon episode who's a minor character who's a woman who has glasses with swirls. So I don't know, it might have okay. just been okay. like an animator's choice. Yeah, like yeah, these seems- are that these makes are, sense. These are goofballs or um, <laughs> watch out for <laughs> these people. Goofballs,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Um so our next segment is uh villain gauge. Uh rate a baddie, one to five dark stars, five being the most wicked. Boy. So episode one, we've got Morga. Okay. Um what would you give her out of five, five being With the most wicked?
1: Nothing to go on at yeah. all. Um, I guess Well, it is in my hands. Um, I mean, she goes down pretty easy, right? (laughs) She does. It's a useful power to, you know, make other people fight for you. Yes. And to be able to control them. But it's limited mostly to um, middle-aged women and uh, high school girls. Yeah. Uh, So even if they did get their hands on you, um, you know, what could they really do? Right. They're not trained for combat. uh, No reach. uh, No upper body strength. (laughs) So not really great. Now, if you found a bunch of guys and it, you went to like a, a watch shop or something, you know, hey, this Omega right. is only 300 bucks. Right. Maybe you can get a bunch of guys involved. Maybe gems have to be on the watch bands. I'm not really sure how it works, but her <laughs> sort of gem-based energy draining powers seem yes. kind of limited. Although that um, head turning, that's that's good for parties. Right. And also for telling people to shut up at the movie theater. Right. <laughs> um, but I'm probably going to go with a one on this. I think we can oh, wow. this one. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to give her a three just because wow. I think she's pretty dang scary for right off the bat, yeah, and okay. her neck turning thing is pretty terrifying. And the fact that she was Naru's mom, and except she wasn't Naru's mom. Right? I think that she does makes have shape
1: shifting abilities. Yeah,
0: I think that makes her pretty terrifying.
1: She doesn't really use them before she gets ashed.
0: No, she does not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think she could have turned be into one something else? High
1: school girl's mom, right? And then that's it.
0: Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so we are at our wrap up and rating part of the episode. Okay. Um, what would you give the episode one out of five uh, as an episode as a whole? <sighs>
1: Again, so hard to know. We'll definitely yeah. look back at this rating and shake my head uh, and maybe break a bottle and threaten myself <laughs> at how um, uneducated uh, I was. But. I would have to go pretty high, and it's mostly because um, I've actually watched this a couple times now, and oh. it's entertaining every time, it's funny every time, um, there's a great sense of mystery, like where we're going, and we didn't even talk about Sailor V, I have no idea oh, what's yes. going on with Sailor V, oh, and I can't we wait to... to- talk about Sailor well, V. I, I think that we definitely will have an opportunity to talk about Sailor V as we go. Yes. Um, but as far as like, I think it all falls on uh, the skinny shoulders of our hero. Yes. Yeah. Um, who I love so far. I've made no secret of the fact that I love a good buffoon. She is that. Um, And I love, (laughs) you know, I love superheroes and I love this sort of genre, but I also love you know, when somebody is gifted with these amazing powers and it, it doesn't mean anything to them because they're hungry or, right? they're, or, or, tired. They're, or they're just worried about, you know, their math test or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that she succeeds uh, really at this point in spite of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we'll see her uh, take a few more steps in the hero's journey as the show goes on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, she's a she's a funny character. And I like I, I don't want to I hate the word tomboy. Um, yeah. Although when she was being conceived and animated in the early 90s, I'm sure they thought of it that way. But I like the fact that she uh, is a girl and can be girly, but she will also knee her brother in the face yes. <laughs> if he doesn't close the door quick enough. Uh-huh. Uh And yeah, and she's a slightly, slightly selfish. Um,
0: yes, she is. But
1: uh, yeah, but she's great. So I'm going to give it, uh, well, I can't remember what the rating was.
0: One out of five, five being the best. Oh,
1: what What are the, what's, what are oh, we giving it though?
0: Oh, we, that is, we, that we, is a good point. We gave it dark
1: stars before.
0: Uh, um, so I wanted to come up with something, uh, but I want it to be something that goes through the entire series.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm not, um, how? Because um, right. I was thinking tiaras, but I think that only goes for like the first season or something oh, okay. like that.
1: No wonder you can't remember what know. what she says. <laughs> um, like roses, or is that oh. too bachelor?
0: I like roses, though, because okay. that's Tuxedo mass. So let's do that. All right. Let's, let's do one out of five roses, I five gotta... being the best. And we're
1: only going to one to five. Okay. That makes sense. It's clean. I'm going to give it four. I'm going to give it four roses out of five roses.
0: I actually One have... left
1: to throw at a lady <laughs> with a broken bottle who's rushing at me.
0: <laughs> I actually am going to completely agree with you on this one and also give it four. I think it's a fantastic... Um, Opening to this character and this world. Um, we've learned so much. There's packed a lot in to this episode. We meet Luna, who's a freaking talking cat, who's awesome. We meet Tuxedo Mask who throws roses. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I I have no idea what's what, going on. What is
0: not to love? I have no idea
1: where we're going. And like you said, I want to take the journey.
0: Right. Like you said, it's also really funny. Like, and that's one thing that like I get out of re-watching it. It's like You know, younger self thought this was funny, but present self thinks this is funny, too. So so four roses for me as well. And then I thought to close out the episode uh, before we sign off and say what's coming up next, I thought we could come up with an English title.
1: Oh, boy. Um, Okay. All right. So. What are the main elements here? Uh, um, talking cat, m-
0: magical person. Um,
1: yeah, tiara, makeup, right. um, crazed lady with a bottle, rose throwing, uh, rose throwing. <laughs> yeah, uh, not uh, doing so well on a test, but still doing really well. Right. Um, so, but and then the what defines Ingrish, if the audience doesn't know, is like a sort of. Broken... Broken language, broken English translation of something. Not quite making sense. But but you think if somebody says something to you in Spanish and you don't quite get it, you would get close. But... Yes. Broken Japanese, or that is to say like a Japanese person trying to make something in English or just picking words at random, it seems to go so specifically in a certain direction. It does. Do you know what I mean? Yes. There's a difference in like the expression between Japanese and English that it doesn't just get close. Like... It you end up somewhere where you're like, why is this? Why are we? Why did this happen? Right. So let's see. All right. In the future, I'll be uh, prepared for this. Oh well, Uh, but I
0: had something, but I think it kind of sounds more like dog than you know, like dog, dog. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay, I
1: see what you mean. Then like you mean doge? Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I I wrote (laughs) I wrote magical is born much wow. That's what (laughs) I wrote.
1: It makes sense uh what if mine was like a like a like a headline uh sure. like a, a newscast or, or, a, or, a, or a newspaper yeah uh hungry girl almost murdered in a jewelry store riot
0: <laughs> i think that sounds pretty good film at 11 yeah
1: <laughs> all right
0: all right so um coming up on on Sailor Noob, next episode, we are talking about episode number two. That's Oshioki Yo, Urani House wa Yoma no Yakata in Japanese, or Punishment Awaits. The House of Fortune is the Monster Mansion, is the English translation, and there is no English title because it was not included in the original right, dub.
1: Right, right. So this is the, the real deal.
0: It is the real deal. Real, too
1: hot for TV. That's right. No no deke on this one.
0: <laughs> you got it. Keep your, keep Don't your, deke put around. Put your deeks away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our show this week. In the name of the moon, we'll be punishing you next week with another episode of Sailor Noob. Moonlight. <laughs> Midnight.
1: Midnight.